Hey, daddies. Not you, daddies. I mean, actual fathers, not the googly-eyed daddies. Before we start blessing your ears or ear if you're half-deaf like me, warning that on Queerism, we talk about adult things like sex, and sometimes we use profanity. So if you're listening with kids, maybe put your headphones in. Okay, thanks. Now on with the pod. Oh, okay. All right. This is happening. We Are we recording? I think so, yeah. Good, because we weren't last time. We're recording. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. The podcast deities have spoken, and we are here to deliver. Oh, like FedEx and Kinko's, we're here. Or like deliver. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Are you a member? I am. Join, join now. Those- Hi, y'all. It's David. Hi, I'm Connor with one end. Just one end, not like the regular Connors. Yeah, so like it's totally come to our attention that we're lacking a fun queer news pod. Like it's 2019. We have a former conversion therapy promoter turned LGBT ally and the first moderate leaning openly gay presidential candidate out like shifting the Overton window, all running in that 2020 presidential cycle with like a hundred other clowns. Oh my God, so many clowns. And big words. A lot of big words. I'm already over it. Too many names to remember. Yeah, I know, right? There's like 14 candidates. It's really hard for me to keep up. I think it's 14. Maybe like 15 today. Probably somebody else announced. That's crazy. Yeah, but we're like taking one for the team and we're going to put a pause on this predicament and we're going to cover both the best and worst of gay news each week in a 20-minute format for y'all. So... Don't clap at once. All right. Stop clapping, everyone. I hear you. I told you to stop. So I totally agree. And this is going to change right now. We're here. We're creating this space. It's a space that we've created for you and anyone who considers themselves a part of the queer community um, on a weekly basis. We'll be here every Sunday um, dropping a new pod like a beat yeah, we're like such a Sunday pod. Yeah. I think so. I think we're like the better alternative to church. Like, come learn about the faithless future's important issues. We don't have any Eucharist here, but you're welcome to come and learn, yes. It's like church. True that. True that. We are conscientious. Oh my God, you Stop guys. Stop making up words. You guys, true it's that. Conscious. We are conscious. And I'm conscious that we're going to be not hitting the club like all y'all being insta-famous so we want to make this podcast as easy as possible for you to swallow. Perfect for listening to on your way to work. Perfect for listening to on your way to WeHo prior to blacking out. Hashtag motherload. Yes. I don't think like all of our fans are going to know what motherload is. They Apparently, are. I think it's like a place that gives like really strong drinks. If our fans are drinks. gay and queer, if they're considering themselves a part of but the what Los they, like, Angeles They're like... I mean, in Ohio or like Indiana, oh, listening okay, to us. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just telling <laughs> well, you. Well, they should cu- make their if way. If you make your way over here, we will take you well to Motherlode. Worth the trip. You will get yourself an eight dollar well drink, and you will. Remember and it'll it take you down, just like we're about yes. to take down Michael Barbaro. Because he better watch out. We are going to dog walk him and his ratings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Michael, I don't know who you are, but we'll take you to Motherlode, and we will dog walk you there. Yep. It'll, it's a scene. There's an actual scene for that. I don't know if I'm going to take him out, but I will dog walk him and his ratings. All right. That's true. Um, we, uh, um, I suppose I'm not against... Oh, wait. Yeah. We should definitely get this started. 
I think so. Wait, we should probably give a preview of us to our audience so they don't feel like they're on a blind date okay. with the people talking in their ears. I suppose, I guess. That sounds fair. I'm not against blind people. Um, we can disclose some of our personal bios. I believe that would be great. Yeah, okay. Like, what digs into, like, one's character? Mm, a shovel. That. Um, but also, like, <laughs> Tinder bios. I think awesome. those are pretty telling. Yes. Yeah, here, I'll go first. My Tinder bio is, I'm horny for love. I'm like, I'm such a passionate Leo. I'm basically, like, putting romance back in that window after all those Haysunders tossed it out. Are you a Haysunder? I would never. I would never. I like... You have more substance. I like at least, yeah, six to seven words per... Oh, my God. So much more substance. Yeah, you're, like, much better than those lazy Haysunders. Yeah. But essentially, like, I'm just trying to restore faith in internet dating. You're welcome. Thank you. No, I mean, I think we all can thank you, for sure. Uh, that's cute. And, you know, we all know Grindr created the trend of the blurry close-up hole um, and cockpit, which killed romance for some. It's Maybe. long gone. Okay. I mean, well, with the exception of me, I'm trying to restore it. I mean, now it's all about who has the Eiffel Tower of the penis. You know, but Those queens do like to ride a good throne. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, no, like, I love romance, but I also love a good DP. I love DPs. Um, I know when I work with a good one, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, thanks. At any rate, uh, I'm no longer on Grinder Extra anymore. <laughs> good. Yes, that $80 a year was really draining. Uh, my first boyfriend, Doug, and I are extremely happy together after eight months. So, yes, no bio from me as of now I um, and as of the coming future. But I do have an Instagram, so feel free to come follow me. It's at Connor Unfiltered with one N. Just one N. You one. got that? Yeah. You and Doug, okay, you guys can stop bragging about your K couple okay, goals. Okay, all right. On Instagram, but you should also follow me on Instagram. I'm at David Toledo. That's like Toledo, Ohio, or Toledo, Spain. I like Spain more. Like holy Toledo, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh holy. my God. Yeah, I'm very holy. Yeah. <laughs> holy moly, all, Toledo. All the priests are blessing me. There's a lot of priests out there, and... Um, I think we should probably start spilling the tea now. Yeah, I love tea. I love tea. Like the English. Um, speaking of the English, BP knows how to spill some oil. So, major spill. Okay. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag major spill. Okay, honey boo let's get this started. Yeah, so here's your Sunday unpacking with your queerologists, David Toledo and Connor McCullough. Pointless, prolonged 35-day government shutdown is finally over, which also means the IPA-less drought is finished. Yay! Yay! Now breweries could continue printing their labels, and angry hipsters can put a kibosh to their Instagram Live protest rants. Chin-chin to that! Yes, amen, salute, I like IPA. 
Um, it's been a great week for closure. I am so happy we finally finished that 10-year pseudo-challenge. Uh, and now all the gays can go take a nap after their immense challenge trying to haunt and scroll through their Facebook timelines to find a picture of when they were in the closet. Ha. Huh. Um, enjoy your siesta. Now on to less heartwarming headlines. The crackdown against LGBT members in Chechnya continues as Chechen authorities have ordered people to kill LGBT members of their families. At least 40 people have been arrested in the last two to three weeks, many of them tortured. Uh, two gay men have reportedly died following torture since the beginning of the purge in 2017. We've heard dozens of stories of Chechens who've said local authorities are ordering relatives to execute their family members. Could you believe this is like some modern day twisted cannibalism this so-called murders of dignity are very popular there this is absolutely horrific that the lgbtq community is once again being targeted we cannot let these atrocities go unnoticed like i have a high startle reflex and i'm very alert but i would never expect my own family to kill me this is like a new degree of massacre gross it is absolutely grotesque and gives major trust and anxiety uh, it's totally unsettling. To I gotta call my therapist. This is just bad. It's horrible. It's like if you can't even extend an arm because your own family would probably chop it off and eat it up. Gross. Terrible. In the UK, a different type of genocide continues in the latest on abolishing monogamy. Two husbands made a play about their open relationship. Like 40 to 50% of gay men who report to be in an open relationship. Christopher Adams and Tim also breaks break down the misconceptions about their relationship. Their play, Open, will debut at this month's Vault Festival. The men will break through the fourth wall to talk to the audience, read out grinder messages, and even bring puppets on stage to help explain the world of having an open relationship. Snaps for ending heteronormativity. Uh, unlike the Golden Globes, who were silent on Bohemian Rhapsody's Brian Singer's sex abuse claims, the GLAAD Awards pulled its nominee for the best film for the best original film, Brian Singer, who is a gay man, denied the new Me Too allegations and described The Atlantic's reporting as a homophobic smear piece. No, sweetie. Wrongfully using homophobia to deflect and gloss over your sexual assault allegations is not okay and will not be excused. Award shows, y'all better be taking notes from Glad because if I see him awarded this season, we will be questioning your mortal fortitudes. It is borderline irresponsible to award a person who is accused of sexual assault. On Tuesday morning, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced a nomination was born for singer-slash-actress Lady Gaga for her lead performance as Ali Maine in A Star is Born. Yay! However, they must have lost the gay beloved sweetheart's Timothy Chalmaine's nomination in the mail because he was completely snubbed. How could they? We might have to take to the streets to protest our young, dazzling star. I'll be there. He is so uncontrived, yet so compelling. This abominable decision on the Academy's part. We will not sit dormant or tolerate the Academy's ghosting his award as they did to Leo for so many years. No, we will not. Timothy deserves better. He is my idol. According to an AOA interview, Kate Hudson is the latest famous parent choosing a gender-neutral parenting approach to raising her kids, following singers like Pink and Paloma Faith. 
British TV personality Louisa Sisman took to Instagram after the announcement to say, Oh, I know how to fuck with your kids. Heads, raise them with no identity, no gender, let them be a nothing. Because that's really a secure, nurturing thing to do for a child. Who cares if you fuck up your kid's head? At least you're being fashionable. First, cis people learn how to read. Kate Hudson said she's raising her daughter, who has a gendered label, without adhering to any sex-based expectations of how to act, talk, or dress. She did not say she's raising her daughter in a genderless way. Second, Louisa, you are canceled in my book and in many books uh, because baby's parenting style is rational, not fashionable. Let your kids choose their identity when they grow up, period. Absolutely. So factual. Last week, liberal queen, the Confederate's worst nightmare, AOC, made more viral history by turning up on a live stream of Donkey Kong 64 to talk with the Denzians of Twitch about trans rights. She addressed the lack of federal anti-discrimination protections for transgender people in the U.S., commenting, It's important that we do talk about these issues in the economic frame, but not let go of the fact that discrimination is a core reason for economic hardship. Preach, queen. Yes. Trans rights are human rights. Let's stop using gender as a weapon to oppress people. Major retweet. I totally agree. Another New York leader who is enacting progress for the trans community this week is New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who signed bills into law that ban anti-transgender discrimination and the use of conversion therapy on minors. Finally, it took long enough, uh, which according to the CDC in a new groundbreaking report show that transgender youth exist in much greater numbers than researchers previously estimated. Nearly 2% of high school students identify as transgender. We sure stand some game-changing data. Absolutely. This week, we did lose a Broadway queen, LGBTQ plus ally Carol Channing, who passed away at the age of 97. A voice with a presence of its own, of which we'll be continued to remember and cherish for centuries to come. But... We say hello to a new set of queens. Yes, RuPaul's Drag Race is back with season 11, and Miss Vanjie is making a surprise return vying for the crown, along with Miss Black Universe, Akira C. Davenport of the House of Davenport, and life-size Bratz doll, Ariel Versace from New Jersey. As RuPaul put it, this might be the most sickening season of all time. As we are some of the content-hungry, sugar-eating monsters we've all become in this digital age, we're going to start closing the show by sharing the content we're living for this week. Uh, so, Connor, what do you have for us? Well, yeah, this week I've been very big on living a balanced podcast and music life. Look so, at you. Yeah, I'm not listening to pods about the madness of the orange buffoon sinking ship. No one likes that Titanic. I've been playing Seven Rings by our Miss Ponytail Goddess tale in preparation for what will be a flaming fire drop on February 8th. I cannot wait. I'm like anxiously waiting. Counting the minutes. Yeah, it's been Seconds. a bit problematic, but all I've been wishing for is being one of those seven friends she keeps talking about. I wish I made it onto that list, but no, I am not one of the seven rings. 
unfortunately yeah no it's definitely been a big week for music uh lots of bippity boppities like thursday was like new music dump day weezer did their whole 10-year challenge by dropping that covers album it's okay i guess i was really into it but i was really into vampire weekend coming back yeah, we need to take a trip to the beach. Beach time. Uh-huh, vamos a la playa. Their albums are like my summer spirit animals. I am so pumped. Also, let's not forget Troy, who just dropped that new song. Yep, he's tired. I'm so tired of love songs. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I need to take a nap. We need to go take a nap after this. But at any rate, my suggestion for this week is Roma. Yes, it was everything and some. It totally measures up to cinematic masterpieces also like major snaps to yalitza aparicio who's the first indigenous woman to ever be nominated for best actress could you believe it took this long i can but i'm glad it's over yeah um snaps to progress i guess uh, we we should have zoomed zoomed there a while ago but i'm glad we finally made it yeah i was like bawling watching the video of her learning about the nomination it was crazy um, that's, that's awesome for her. I'm glad. Major claps. Okay, sweeties, it's time for us to drop the mic. Uh, but don't you worry, angels. We'll be back in your ears next Sunday, recapping the methods to the madness. You have a good Sunday, Connor. We need a drink. Let's, Let's go. Let's go get an IV. Of e- like right now. Tutti toots, girls. I have to go. Au revoir. Adios. <laughs>